What's going on? Welcome back to the Look Mom, I'm Hustling podcast for episode number seven. My name's Drew. I'm Sarah. And today we are going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> no, not really. We're just going to have a bit of a catch up. Um, and we do have some Q&A questions from YouTube and Instagram as well. But as always, just wanted to say thank you for listening. The previous episode, we sort of talked about sustainability, things that we do at home and in our business to sort of minimalize our footprint on this wonderful planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but today I thought we'd just catch up with everybody, let you know what's going on, what we've been up to because it's March already. I know, it's almost at the end of March now. And then mm-hmm. this episode will come out start of April. So I think it's a good time to do like a quarterly catch up mm. uh, on what we've been up to for this first quarter of the year in our lives and, and reselling and everything that's going on. And then, yeah, we'll follow up with a little Q&A from some questions from Instagram and YouTube from all of our favorite supporters. Yeah, so stay tuned. Drew, what have you been up to lately? What have you been up to? Let me just sip this coffee and I'll ponder real quickly. Hmm. Like, do, 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 do. So, what have we been up to? Uh, it's now April. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot going on. So, obviously, we started, uh, we did the whole brand name change at the start of the yes. year. Um, seems like 12 months ago now. Um, so, yeah, we are the Look Mom Hustling podcast now. We have the It's Drew and Sarah YouTube channel, which is primarily thrifting and reselling vlogs, mm-hmm. lifestyle, DIY, a bit of travel. It's been quite rainy here um, in the last two weeks, so we haven't traveled too much. We need, to, we need to do like a hiking video or something soon. I know. Like I'm really, I'm really in need of one. I need some outdoorsy time. But yeah, the weather just has been horrible. Or if we had had days off, we've just been too busy hustling. Is there such a thing as cabin fever, but for like for your suburb? Like I've got cabin fe- fever from being in this one suburb the whole time. Yeah, I think Surely, so. right? Yeah, you're like, because you're boxed in. We yeah. can't really go many places at all. But yeah, for everybody that is affected by the floods at the moment, please stay safe and I hope you're doing okay. Yeah, it's really crazy out there. Mm. We haven't been hit too hard here uh, out in Western Sydney. Fingers crossed doesn't get any worse. But yeah, yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot of parts of New South Wales are super flooded right now. So mm. everyone stay safe if you're affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, other than that. Been doing the podcast, doing really well. Been mm-hmm. doing them fortnightly, getting a great response, uh, a lot of great comments on YouTube, and a lot of listens and stuff on Spotify and Apple is where you can find it. Plug, plug. <laughs> yeah, I'm really enjoying f- doing the podcast. Like, it's not super easy, but it's just, I like talking about it because all the stuff that we do talk about the podcast, it might not be great for a video or things like that, even though there is a video version of this up on our YouTube. Another plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just being able to have another place to talk about our experiences and things like that. I'm really enjoying it. It's a little bit more, not more serious, but it's just a bit more down to earth. Yeah. Um, a little bit more close and personal. Yeah. I think we were planning on making them a bit more structured and professional at the start, but that's sort of going out the window. It's trying to have it more relaxed now, uh, mm. less stress in terms of like planning for it and then mm. editing and then putting it out and promoting it. Like the YouTube videos is a lot of time spent cutting it all and making it sexy with the music in the background and stuff. This is just the raw and real look, mum. But other than that, eBay is going really well, cranking Mm -hmm. that. Depop, not so much. Hasn't been a great year for Depop. No. Still trying to get new items up on there every week and stuff like that. Um, But Poshmark has been cranking for us. We actually just got off a little Skype call with some Poshmark PR people. uh, Talking a lot of of P's in that sentence. (laughs) Um, 
about our experience on the app so far. So it started in at the start of February, right? So it's all it's like two months old now. Mm-hmm. You've been handling it for the most part. Um, I have. I've been sort of handling the the shipping, but you've been in there posting and then liking and getting deep into the app. But give us a little quick two minute rundown on how Poshmark's been going. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised how easy the whole process is. Like just listing. Um, sharing, liking photos, commenting, things like that. So it does have a social aspect to it, quite like um, Instagram, uh, Depop, things like that, where you can sort of interact with the item that you're interested in. Um, but the whole process of, yeah, listing the items, taking the photos, shipping, yeah, it's really, really easy to do. Um, I'm enjoying the vibe of the app. A lot of women's clothes on there at the moment. I'm slowly seeing some men's clothes. Um, get a little bit more popular on there. But, yeah, it's definitely very female orientated here in Australia anyway. Um, but the phone call was – I was really appreciative of it. It was awesome just to be able to talk to the team and get their vibe. Um, they said the Australian one is um, doing things better than they expected. Mm. They're on track, which is awesome. Um, yeah, and they're just touching base with a whole bunch of sellers that are having success on the platform and we seem to be – Doing all right with about one sale a week yeah. at the moment, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, definitely spending more time on Poshmark than with my own Depop. That's kind of gone not out the window, but yeah, I do put a lot more energy into Poshmark and then you focus more on eBay and your own Depop, Depop. for sure. Yeah. No, it's pretty pretty interesting to me to see that we're getting one sale a week on there. Uh, obviously, it's a super new platform. It's mm-hmm. Mostly been marketed marketed towards sellers so far. So I don't know how many buyers are on there actually purchasing things, or if it's just other sellers buying our stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a sale a week on there is pretty crazy considering the app is six to eight weeks old here in Australia, and I imagine the user base isn't that big. And you actually international buyers can't get buy things of us yet, so mm. they're all Australian buyers, which is awesome. So hopefully they can open it up to international. Shipping and buying and selling overseas mm-hmm. in the future. But yeah, we're enjoying that. We've also got the Instagram final season vintage store going as yes, well. Yes, that's another one. We've got so many pro it's already March and we have so many projects going on, which is exciting. Oof. Yeah. How are you finding the final season aspect? It's good. We haven't put too many posts into it. We're still just trying to figure out the game plan long term for it. So yeah, it's it's basically uh, a page for us to buy and sell vintage clothes, which is sort of our- Passion project at the moment. A passion project. So, we've been thrifting for, for a couple of years now and then fell into love with vintage, as we've said a hundred times in this podcast. <laughs> um, and yeah, just learning more about it and just trying, another, trying to find another avenue to sell some of the, the better items we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a huge vintage t-shirt community out there that we're, we're pretty heavily involved in right now. Um, but yeah, just enjoying there, posting all our best times on there, getting involved, buying things, um, done a few auctions now. Yeah. The whole community, the whole vintage selling community has been very welcoming. Um, we ask them a whole bunch of questions and they're always happy to answer. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's actually been kind of exciting getting into those auctions that everybody sort of bids on items. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Everyone gets involved. Yeah, but that's just an avenue for us to to sell our items. So, obviously, we sell on eBay, Depop, Poshmark, as we've just said, but it's more the premium sort of $100 plus items we're trying to just put on there for other collectors to to get because they're after the the sort of stuff that we like to buy. 
and there's no fees on there, which is awesome. Yeah. You love a no fee, no fee purchase. I do. The no fees is actually very lovely for those ones. So you want to try and grow the final season Instagram page to get that little bit extra following, mm-hmm. but you're doing really well with that one so far, which is awesome. Yeah. Really enjoying it. So, so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, little Archie. How's Archie been? Archie's been good. So for those that don't know, we have a cute little beagle named Archie. Um, but with beagles, they do come with, I guess, some not pre-existing, but yeah, he's quite prone to allergies and everything. So recently we got a dermatology test for them. I didn't even know they did that for dogs. Yeah. Um, and just sort of found out what he's allergic to. Um, and they're tailoring some vaccines for him as well, which is kind of exciting. Um, because we do like we go to the vet at least like once a month just to a checkup because you just want to make sure his skin's okay. Um, yeah, we're a bit of a worry wart type of puppy parents. Pretty stressful. <laughs> a lot of the eBay money goes straight to helping the little guy out. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's doing good. We have to book him into a like a puppy uh, daycare thing on mm-hmm. the days we record this. We do. So it doesn't annoy us and we can actually get some recordings done without barks all in the audio and then get some listings done. Yeah, he has a like little puppy friends that little he goes sees. <laughs> and he just comes home and sleeps for the rest of the day. Yeah. Cool. So, let's get into some of these questions that people have for us. Uh, we used to do, I think we've done Q&As on our YouTube channel before, mm-hmm. uh, but let's get in to yeah. some of the questions that our followers and supporters want to ask us and we will answer them promptly. Yeah. Well, the best that we can anyway. Uh, we'll start off with um, some YouTube ones. So some of these I've sort of found in the chat. We might have answered a couple of them, but we'll just repeat we'll them just anyway. Again. Yeah, why not? Our answer is probably the same anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on the first one, so this one was by Bella. So she asked why the change in direction and new content and why the podcast? Why the change in direction? Yeah. Well, one of the main reasons why we sort of changed in the new year um, with the new direction and everything as well was one, to maximize our time, but also balance, I guess, our home life as well, which was a huge one. Yeah. But we wanted to do something a little bit different. We've always enjoyed podcasting, which is why we started doing another one. We did have an older one. (laughs) Star Trek. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the main reason. It was just mainly to give ourselves more time so we can bring out quality content, but also have time to do eBay and all those other kind of selling platforms. Yeah. In terms of the, con- the YouTube content anyway, it's just a, uh, a way for us to branch out a bit of re- from reselling. Uh, obviously, we, that's how we make our bread and butter. But yeah, we'd like to do plenty of other stuff. Mm-hmm. The, all the money that we get from that supports other hobbies. So. Mm-hmm. Want to include them as well. And yeah, uh, the one thing about YouTube, uh, like personalities, I guess, is you're there for the personality. A lot of the times you can go to a channel for information on one specific topic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to watch someone that's a, an expert in bathroom tiles, you can go and find that every day. Um, but a lot of channels and like vlog type channels that we do are more based around someone's personality and they usually have multiple interests mm-hmm. like we do. So, want to include everything yeah we're quite broad in our knowledge base we're not very niche in any particular area Mm -hmm. yeah so we just thought why not just follow us along and learn as we learn yeah Hmm. and we'll probably be doing something new in 12 months time on there who knows it's all it's all a big learning experience for everybody (laughs) all right so next question oh actually this uh person had quite a few different questions more personal should we just pick one do they they get that much airtime? 
no, it was, well, it can all go into one. We can try and okay. uh, condense it. <laughs> okay. uh, so this one was from Gabby Marie Cooking. So she sort of asked, uh, what was our love story? How did we meet? Like our best date, if we had one. Our best date? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is reselling our first hustle? Um, have we tried anything else in the past? Mm. And do we have any goals with like investments and things? Oh, there are good Let's let's start breaking more down individually because mm-hmm. they're all great questions. Yeah. So our love story. How did we meet? Mm-hmm. Like any normal couple our age, we met online. On <laughs> Tinder. Like, yeah, on Tinder. Yeah, just swiping through, saw his handsome face, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, I think one of the first things was, um, "Oh, that's right." You asked, like, "Oh, I like your head," and I was like, "Thank you. I'm quite attached to it." <laughs> that was like probably my best pun pickup line ever. And that was. That was all we had to do. That was all we had to do. And then our first date was Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Yeah, we saw it. I drove up like two hours to see you. Mm -hmm. And then, man, I had had my Tinder radius Mm -hmm. quite quite wide at that point (laughs) by the sounds of it. Um, But yeah, it took you to see the Star Trek movie, which Mm -hmm. was really lovely. Mm -hmm. And. All went from there. We had a few drinks or something. I can't really remember, to be honest. Yeah, we had a few gin and tonics, and then it was quite late. Came back to mine, made you a cup of tea. Mm. I don't. I didn't drink tea, though. Yeah, you said that. But I was like, I'll have one anyway, because you were going to drive home. <laughs> and, uh, and then that was pretty, we've pretty much been inseparable, inseparable since. That was like right in the middle of when I was finishing my honours degree, mm-hmm. right in the middle of writing a thesis. And it was a, uh, I don't know if it was good or bad distraction. Obviously good in the long term, but like yeah. I still got my thesis done anyway. You did, but, but you were, you were, he was knee deep in like uni work and stuff yeah. at the moment. So I only got to see you maybe- couple of times a week was any spare moment that we sort of had but yeah you're right we're pretty much inseparable ever since like i just wanted to be around you always yeah well then i like you said we we're seeing each other a couple of times a week and then i did my honors mm-hmm. presentation and stuff and then i think that was like november ish and then by february we were living together. i was living at your place anyway so yeah it didn't take too long and that was four years ago four about and, that four and a half years ago mm-hmm so that's our love story. Yeah, that's that's how we met, and here we are now. Here we are with doing Archie. A podcast. Yeah, with Archie doing a podcast. All right. What was the, uh, Gabby's second question? The second one was: Is reselling the first hustle, or have you tried anything in the past? For me, reselling is definitely the first hustle. I don't think I've tried to make any other money on the side that I can think of, mm. besides like selling personal items on Facebook Marketplace back in the day. Yeah, not like the same, like just random flips here and there of, of things, selling old items that I don't need to get money for things that I don't need, mm-hmm. but not any like full-blown endeavor to to get a hustle or all the side hustle going on that I can recall. Um, you used to paint rocks though. We said that in one episode. I used oh, to yeah. collect rocks or something. And then sell them on the side of the road. That's a little mini hustle. A little mini hustle when you're kids. But yeah, but- this current hustle that we have is our main one and sticking with it. So far, so good. Yep. <laughs> Two years strong. <laughs> What's at the start? And then we can get on to uh, much bigger hustles in the future. Yeah. Which ties into the next one is do we have any future investments and things like that? So at the moment, we invest in not stocks, but we use the Spaceship app. Um, that's something that we sort of dabbled in. Um, we haven't really done too much else besides that. That was probably one of the safer ones for, I guess, our own personal goals to invest in. Um, I know people can invest in real estate and all that kind of stuff, which we'd like to possibly eventually break out into. But at the moment, all our energy is going to investing in our store, yeah. um, in our like vintage Business. shirts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I did have that. I guess the last two questions can tie into this briefly in terms of 
previous hustles and future investments. Future investments. Remember when I got onto steamit.com? <gasps> yeah, so, crypto. So we've done a little bit of crypto stuff. Mm. I think around the start of 2018, I think it was when Bitcoin was going for one of its big hype phases around that Christmas period. Um, we got into Steemit, so S-T-E-E-M-E-T. Hmm. It's basically, or it's still around, but it's not really used anymore. It was basically a monetized- Social media? Blogging Facebook type platform uh, where you post up videos or blog posts or images and then you get paid in Steam currency, which is a cryptocurrency, based on how many likes and comments and stuff you get. So, it's a, a monetized blogging social media site. Mm-hmm. Um, did that for a couple of months pretty hard. There was a couple of blog posts we made $80 on. I remember that. Yeah. You actually made like a couple of hundred, I think, at I the end. I think probably over three or four months made about $400, mm-hmm. uh, which we then- quickly converted to uh, Ethereum or Bitcoin and then cash back out in Coinbase. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a, a mini side hustle and a mini investment for the time. Totally forgot about yeah. that. I think I've got my password stashed somewhere. Still got some Steam dollars lying around. Yeah. Uh, what's next? What's next from Gabby? That was it for Gabby. So oh, thank you thank for you, those questions. Yeah. So what is it? G- Gabby Marie cooking? Gabby Marie cooking. Yeah. It was on one of the earlier videos. But yeah. I wonder what she cooks. Yeah. Hopefully it's nice food. I'm assuming it would be a nice food. Of course it would be. Otherwise, why would you put it on there? That was a dumb one. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) What's next? All right. So the next one is a couple of ones from Instagram. Uh, We just posted a story. So the first one is Oz Pickers. Uh, This one's more of just like a general, I guess, your thoughts on it. Uh, So relisting an ended item uh, advises previous watches it's back on sale versus selling similar. Yep. Mm, I'll get you to take this one because this is your forte. Yeah, so eBay is essentially a search engine like YouTube or Google in that regard. And there's algorithms at play that may push or pull your listing to the top of a page or the bottom of a page or hide it or whatever. There's many factors that go into your item, your item actually being shown to potential buyers on the platform. So, items can become stale if they've been uplisted for too long. Um, There's no new watches or no new viewers on the item. Then it becomes stale and then you don't want it sitting there if it's just a dead item. It's essentially just having a storefront with an item that you've lost at the back somewhere. It's not being showcased to potential buyers and you want to get it out there. So, So Sorry. So, essentially, so just say you list an item and it's there in a queue, then everybody lists an item. So, then your item just gets dropped down, dropped uh, down, dropped down. Not not that simply. Like, there's- Other things. I mean, it is eBay. Like, Mm -hmm. you you want to assume they're complex algorithms. Mm -hmm. Potentially not. Um, Based on the amount of item specifics put in the listing, and there's so many factors that go into it. But yeah, your item is not going to be on the, the top page first listing every time. So, if it's up there for a month or two, it might be on the third or fourth page. Makes sense. And people aren't going to go that far potentially. Mm -hmm. So, one way to get around that is to end an item, essentially remove it from your store, and then you can relist it or you can sell similar. So, relist will just, uh, as it seems, it will Mm -hmm. relist the item exactly as it was listed before, Mm -hmm. or you can sell similar, which- creates a brand brand new listing with all the same details and then you can modify it or change the title or an item specific. You can change some stuff in it. Uh, I'm not an eBay expert by any means, but they're the two ways you can 
get your item taken down and then put back into the, the queue as such. Yeah. Relisting, as far as I'm aware, will relist the item and will notify anyone that was watching that item that it's been relisted. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I have this um, Bruce Lee shirt on for $100 and I have four watches and it's just been up there for 30 days, no one's interested, I can end it mm-hmm. and I can relist it for, say, $90. Mm-hmm. And then everyone that was watching will get notified uh, this item has been taken down, but it's been relisted for $10 less. Easy. Makes sense. Whereas if you sell similar, it's a brand new listing. The people that were watching it don't get notified. Mm-hmm. So, there's, depending on if an item has watches or not, you can relist or sell similar. Um, I do a bit of both, depending on what the item is and stuff. For the most part, I'll sell similar unless there's a crazy amount of watches on there. In which case, if there's seven or eight watches on an item, mm-hmm. there might be something wrong with your listing or your price anyway. So, it's just it's just an item by item case for, for us anyway. But yeah. There are two ways you can get around uh, refreshing your item on your eBay store. That's nice. a bit. That's some deep eBay info. Yeah, no, not good. deep, but <laughs> deeper than we normally go on yeah. the, on the podcast. No, nice, awesome. All right, so next question. Yep, uh, is from Captain Opshop, so good mate Toby. Toby. Uh, this is actually a fun one. What was your favorite show as a twelve-year-old? Favorite show. Oh. I was thinking about this before. I feel like it was like Alex Mack or something like that for sure. Alex. There were so many. Yeah. Because that's like the height of- Prem- Premium TV when watching When I was 12, time. it was two, the year 2000. Mm-hmm. It was like a great time to be a 12-year-old. Yeah. You had Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. Disney Channel, all those ones. I'm not going to- I can't pick one. I can pick two or three that I really, really loved. Mm-hmm. Number one would have to be Clarissa Explains It All. Ooh. Amazing show. I need to find like some, some T-shirts or something for Clarissa Explains It All. Mm-hmm. Alex Pack was good, but yeah, I, I, I rate Clarissa higher. Yeah. The Adventures of Pete and Pete was pretty up there. Oh, I forgot about that show. Oh, my God. The Adventures of Pete and Pete was so good. So good. Mm-hmm. And let's go something cartoon. I used to race home and watch Garfield and Friends at like 3.30 every afternoon. Hectic. Garfield and Friends. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm trying to think. So, 12 oh, and year Sorry. Old- sorry. Angela Anaconda. For some ABC stuff, Angela Anaconda. <gasps> I like. I didn't like it, but I also couldn't stop watching it. It was just mm. one of those shows. Like her voice was a tiny bit annoying, but like it was just super whack. The show. And don't get at us if those movies actually or those shows went around in two thousand. It was that era. Yeah, we're roughly. a little bit on the older side, so <laughs> I can't really just trying to think back. But yeah, twelve year old. I think what we were like year eight. It was 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> so I think like it would have been like yeah, would always watch The Simpsons. You know, you'd always like rush home and watch the ABC after school and it'd be like the what was like the trapdoor one. Wayne's Manifesto. Wayne's Manifesto. You never watched that on ABC? Sounds familiar, but Oh Wayne. Yeah. Oh Wayne. Was that the one that just he always got into like trouble and all that okay. Yeah, definitely remember that one. And the dad collected toilets? Yes. <laughs> that's Wayne's Manifesto. Oh oh, oh Wayne. That was oh. a good show. That's a that's actually a, yeah, hilarious that's a good reference. That one. But yeah, probably like Simpsons or something like that, or like Sailor Moon, that kind of thing. Probably Dad watched in the morning. Toilets. I forgot it. Like as soon as you said, I'm like, how do I know this name? Yeah, like yeah. he actually collected toilets. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're anybody international out there, a lot of these are Australian shows. Yeah, we don't always collect toilets, but Wayne's dad did. All right, next next question. <laughs> uh, so the next question was uh, from Raid the Thrift. Yep. Us two ones. Uh, so, plans with final season. And the second one was future goals in all aspects of the business. 
uh, plans for final season is to just grow it. So we've got so many different social media things going on now. The It's Drew and Sarah is just a personal, I guess, behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, but just us and just our general lives and everything like that. Uh, this, the Look Mom and Hustling podcast, is just the, the chitty chatty podcast on the side. And then the final season page is, like we said before, just the the storefront for our best items. So we buy so many different things that go on eBay and everything like that. Obviously, we're not going to pick up vintage every day of the week. It's probably 2% of what we pick up is mm-hmm. like that better, better type stuff. And the goal is just to use the final season page to put all that stuff on there and create a nice sort of curation of stuff that we're interested in. Um, and then just pop culture stuff that's nostalgic to us and movies and music. And yeah, yeah it's just a, a storefront for us essentially. And the plans for it is to just continue to grow it. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole community and scene right now, like we've only been in it for a hot minute and it's grown dramatically since we've been here. So just want to be a part of that and grow with it and down the line have way way more stock mm-hmm. and then you know there's going to be there already is like uh in-person flea events with 20 30 vendors going on um so in a couple of years i imagine they'll be they'll be going wild and we'll be at one of those every month flipping hella hella cool t-shirts yeah no that's awesome and we didn't want to bombard uh i guess Istru and sarah followers with these are all the things that we're selling, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So we just want to not separate it, but just have like a different platform just for like buying and selling. So then we can just keep the It's Drew and Sarah or the Look Mama Hustling just more personal, yeah. where the other one is just more money, money, money. Yes. Not money, money, money. It's just like cool things that we're interested in, in collecting as well as selling. Yeah. it's We just, like you said, we didn't want to bombard the followers with stuff they might not be interested in. Mm-hmm. They might just be interested in thrifting and reselling content and not necessarily care about vintage, Yeah, I don't know, T-shirts, music T-shirts. Collectibles and stuff. So, just a way for us to make some extra sales and engage with that community that we're, we're in touch with without bombarding people and sort of asking for the sale every two minutes. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to put up a thrift video and then be like, buy this shirt for $100 and then, oh, this is how we pack. Buy this shirt for $100. It's sort of, we want to just-, just be chill with it, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And we always had a plan of like having an Instagram store, things like that. And we always wanted to separate them, but that was like the main reason why is we just wanted to keep, yeah, the other side a little bit more personal, behind the scenes, just everyday life. And the other one is just, yeah, just another e-commerce platform for yep. us. Yep. Mm. Cool. And what was the second part of that question? Sorry. Uh, future goals in all aspect of the business. <sighs> yeah. Just Sc- scaling. scaling. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much scaling, just letting it grow. Um, continually putting time, effort, blood, sweat, tears yep. to see that potential growth happen. Just, I guess, yeah, for the next 12 to 24 months, scaling at a, just a nice steady rate um, and then looking at the, the next option, whether it's a bigger warehouse area for our stock or, or what have you. Um, it's all about just scaling uh, cautiously. Yeah, we're very cautious and in then, that area. I guess, bringing people in to help us in aspects um, that might be easier for some, like, for for example, like just a virtual assistant to help with list or behind the scenes social media stuff so we can spend more of our time on looking for new opportunities and stuff like that. So, it's about scaling and then uh, potentially outsourcing some of the workload. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being smart with the time, that's always a 
always a hard thing to get on top of, but as long as you're growing and learning and all that kind of stuff as well. But yeah, scalability, it's always a it's the next step. Well, it's an ongoing step, I should say. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Is there any more questions or should we wrap this one up? We've got one more question. One more, let's do it. All right, one more question to kick it all, not kick it all off, to finalize it all. Final, this, the final kick of the game. The final kick of the game. So this one is from Mummy Reseller, um, and it's a nice, simple one. What got us into reselling in the first place? Something to do that wasn't wasted time mm-hmm. consuming rubbish Netflix. Yeah. No, no, not like that. That's, that's a bit of a weird answer. I don't know where no. that went. So, yeah, so the, <laughs> I'll do this one. It's fine. So the main reason why we did start reselling was after we sort of talked about our finances, we actually mentioned that in a previous podcast episode. Um, we wanted to not only go on a mini holiday, but we realized that we had quite a bit of debt to pay off as well. So we're trying to figure out ways how to not only pay off that, but be better with our money. Um, And you actually came to me and be like, well, some people are actually, you know, as a side hustle, reselling to make money on the side to either fuel future investments, either pay off debt, you know, just fund money on the side to do with what you will. Um, Yeah, that's one of the main reasons, especially for ourselves was like debt and travel. Makes sense. My answer before was no good, so I'm just going to- Whatever you said is what we're going to stick with, I think. No, but, like, that was one of the things. He's like, you were- you like, you're doing your nutrition. You wanted to find something else as well to sort of keep busy. And Drew loves to keep busy. Um, You're not one to just sort of sit and twiddle your thumbs and everything. So, as you started to have more free time, you're like, I need to, I need to do something. I need to, you know, do something productive that has future benefits and everything. And, yeah. You watch quite a few videos. You'd be like, let's do this. <laughs> Let's go. Let's right. hustle. I'm, I'm tapped out from this episode. That's going to be that's going to be the answer. Mummy, re- was it mummy resells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you everybody for your questions. Really appreciate it. Hopefully, we answered everybody's questions. Sorry if I missed anyone. We'll do another one at the six month mark, and mm. we'll we'll have better answers for you. No, they're good answers. Excuse just, me. T- the coffee hasn't hit yet, and yeah. that, that last question just stopped. I've answered it so many times. Yeah, just like. Uh, like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's one of the more common questions that resellers do get asked, like why we got into it yeah, in the I first suppose. place. Um, but it is an important one. A lot of people, you know, will have varying answers here and there. I think ours is quite stock stock standard yeah. for those ones. But yeah, I'm so glad that we started reselling this whole journey to where we are now. Oh, it's been a wild ride. It's hard to stop. Though. Yeah. Mm. Once you start, you can't stop. No. All right. Well, that'll be it for this quarterly recap mm-hmm. of the Look Mum I'm Hustling gang. Yeah. Drew and Sarah, right back at you. Right back here, another one, mm-hmm. another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, appreciate your questions, as Sarah just mentioned. If you're new here, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to watch the YouTube video version of this podcast. Or you can subscribe to just the audio version on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah all the platforms thank you so much for listening or if you're ever on youtube watching really appreciate it and stay tuned for the next episode stay tuned guys stick around for more quality content more us (laughs) thank you everybody bye